Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, I love them. But today, I'm not the only one. On today's episode of Cameron Reads Comics, I'm talking to my favorite comic book YouTuber, Gem Mint Collectibles. I've been following Gem Mint for years, and I love his content. He has taught me how to flip comics, what books to get graded, and what an awesome collection looks like. He started his YouTube channel just three years ago, and he has made an industry-wide impact. He's definitely one of my major influences in content creation, so having him on the podcast was a very big deal. This interview was a short one, but when it comes to quality, we packed a lot of info in these 30 minutes, so stay tuned and enjoy. Remember to go follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Cameron Reads Comics, and please, please, please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Now, here is your interview with Gem Mint Collectibles. Gemmint Collectibles, and welcome to the Cameron Reads Comics Podcast. So glad to have you. Yeah, man, for sure. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Talk some comics. Yes, talk some comics, talk some YouTube. Um, before, sure. just so my listeners know, and they're probably your listeners too, for that matter, uh, you are absolutely 100% my favorite YouTuber. And wow. I've been following you since the beginning because you on your Instagram would post the, the utmost grails of comic mm-hmm. glory. So when how did that start out for you? How did you like make that transition from like Instagram collecting grails to wow maybe I should start a YouTube channel? Yeah, wow. So you you have been around for a while. So oh seriously, I was like I remember I almost unfollowed you because all you do is the raffles. That, and I used to I used to do it so much, and and I noticed that people like some people weren't into it. So then I ended up doing it on a different page, yeah. and then I just ended up not doing it all at all anymore. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I've always been the type of collector that I go really hard in something and then like I kind of get bored of it and then move on to the next thing. My wife always like says, I can't believe you've been sticking with the omnibus and like the statue thing for this long because she's used to me kind of losing interest and everything. <laughs> but yeah, man, like after getting back into comics as an adult, after getting into single issues and buying like raw keys and, and hunting keys in the wild and slabbing them, I started like selling in order to afford the big keys so maybe that's the run the time you're talking about because yeah. at one time i had like a pretty big collection of keys i had them all over my wall like we bought uh shelf racks from home depot and we had them all over the walls and i was collecting like a lot of spider-man villain first appearances and like yeah. the key issues and i was like man if i'm collecting all these spider-man keys i gotta go for the first appearance of spider-man what if i sold all of my all of my comics all my keys and just bought the AF-15. Like, these books were easy enough to come by. If I just sold these all, got the AF-15, I'll just start over. And that's what I did. And then and then that kind of morphed into getting an X-Men 1 and a Fantastic Four 1 and all those other books. Yeah, and honestly, the the way – because the thing I appreciate, appreciate about your perspective to YouTube is that what you do is you uh, – you talk about how you got there. It's not like one day because – 
you know, social media and everything else can just make it seem like, okay, well, I just bought an FF number one because I I wanted to. No, it's like right. you were, you started with the X or with the Marvel trading cards and then yeah. you did the spawn collection. And then from there, it's like, wow. And so you actually inspired me. That's how I have gotten some of my slabs. Cause it's really been this year where I kind of really like hunkered down obviously. And then I was like, well, I got all these boxes of comics sitting here. I've read them. I've enjoyed them. Now I'm like, whoa, I really want a saga number one. Like, so let me start yeah. selling those, flipping those so I can get what I really want, which is a yeah. quality collection over a quantity collection. Exactly. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned the spawn collection. So I, I can tell you're legit because. Oh man. I'm, I'm a, what is it? What's in the box videos are my absolute favorite. Uh, yeah. Those are like my, one of, one of my most favorites to, to record the spawn collection is funny. Cause like, yeah, I, I, I wasn't like, I'm not from a rich family. I didn't have like this, you know, awesome paying job where I could just buy an FF1 or save up and buy it. Like at one point I put together a, a complete run of spawn. It was like issue one through, I think like 242 plus all the tie-ins. And I put it together here and there, buying little lots off eBay, hunting locally. And then I, I ended up selling that entire lot in it on auction on eBay. And I think it, it ended for like 1100 which I don't think I ever had $1,000 in my hand at one time at that time. That was like the first big sale that I did. And I immediately bought on eBay a Hulk 181. I think it was like a 4.0. And I think it was like $650. So this is like 2014, 2015. And that was like one of the first big key issues that I bought. And it was from flipping a run that I put together. Yeah, and it's... It's cool to see because, like, you follow it, and then, like, the way you display it, too, especially your background right now, uh, is this, this, the man cave, but it's, like, the gem cave. Yeah. And it's uh, the way you displayed originally your statues with the slabs. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's that's all anyone could ever want, right? And so it's super, yeah. it's super cool to see how far it's come. So congratulations to you. Um, Thank you. Now, when I was, like, kind of, like, doing some more research, because obviously I'm a fan and I know some of the other stuff, but, like, when I realized kind of, like, the tone and uh, – your approach to fandom on your channel has been really like, I think that's one of the things that keeps uh, drawing me back is there's no, there's not really any gatekeeping. And in your about on YouTube, it says that you're here to celebrate a hobby. And I always see that, like you can see that coming in all your videos. And so my question is, where do you think that that posture like came from? I think that's just my personality. Naturally, I've always been a positive, optimistic person. I always look at the glass half full and I'm not into a hobby to hate and rant and complain. Like if I, if I felt that way about it, I wouldn't be in the hobby anymore. Right. So yeah, sure. There's a lot of stuff that I see that I don't like. That's not for me that I don't partake in, but for the most part, you know, I love these characters. I love the stories. There's still such a wealth of stories out there. I haven't read. And uh, you know, I'm just into it, man. Like, I don't know. You know, I do a weekly comic book day review and I say right away, hey, this this was whack, this sucked. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean the whole run was whack, but yeah, this issue was lame. Yeah. I'm going to drop it if, it's, if it sucks next week too. Like, you know, there, there's, you know, it's not everything is bubbles and, yeah. and flowers, but, uh, you know, for the most part, I, I enjoy it, the hobby and I enjoy, you know, talking about it every single day. Yeah, my favorite one I think you did was, because I feel like your school of comics is a little, your, your approach is a little different than mine and just like kind of what you were growing up with. Like you're very much an X-Men guy, a yeah. Venom guy. I'm like, that's not quite my jam. I'm, I actually just hopped on this Hickman run. So House of X, House of 10, been great. Uh, but what you, I kind of really expected you to like that new Deadpool run by Kelly Thompson. It's like the Deadpool number one. And you were not about I it. it. I hated it, man. I hated the whole King of the Monsters thing. I, I really don't like 
Deadpool post Rob Liefeld and Fabian Narcissia. I really? mean, I, I, I didn't even like the Joe Kelly run, which is like a fan favorite run. I liked yeah. mercenary Deadpool, you know, like yeah. teleport in, kill somebody, crack jokes and leave. And when he got too slapstick, I kind of yeah. lost interest. So yeah, I'm not really a fan of like modern Deadpool. Yeah, no, he's a, I think him and like Joker and especially like Harley Quinn, you can just see how like they originally had come out and then how they've changed over time. You yeah. Know? I still like Joker, but Harley Quinn suffers from the same type of fate too. She kind of got like typecast into this persona that she's stuck in, and I'm just I'm not really into it. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel that. Um, but Joker can still be badass, like Killer uh, Killer Smile, Jeff Lemire on DC Black Label. Oh, very super good, right? And that's a different take. And then you even have Batman uh, Joker during Joker War. It's uh, he's pretty serious and pretty brutal. So yeah. Joker, I think uh, maybe because there's such a love for the character, but different artists just put their you know their own spin on him and uh some of them like to go super dark with it and that's what i like yeah did you like the joker war now that i have attention it wasn't bad i didn't dislike it it was just okay yeah i'm like the tinian run i think it started really strong and i was like yeah. oh like and then when the joker war stuff that i feel like that's a clunky transition from like the first arc to the joker war stuff i was like that's just yeah weird. i think he i think he was better off playing off the designer and punchline thing and then that kind of just faded away a little bit and then the joker war itself was kind of like anticlimactic and the whole movie theater thing was a good idea, but it just kind of was like boring. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so also the other thing that really surprises me is like your relationship with your fans. So you have the Gemini Facebook group, you do gem crates, you do giveaways. Yeah. Um, obviously again, I wrote what's in the box videos. Yeah. How important do you think that fan relationships have played into like your success? Uh, man, I guess, you know, not to be cliche, but you owe it all to the people who watch, you know, without them, it wouldn't be the same. And I, and I, I feel like they helped me grow. So I like to not give back. I don't want to sound like I'm bigger <laughs> or better than what I am, but def definitely like my wife was into the gem craze. She was like, let's do, you know, this loot crate type of thing. And I'll put these, we used to buy this stuff and put the boxes together, but now it's based, uh, based like pretty much solely off donations or like, uh, publishers will send us books and, and yeah. we'll give those away or even like runs when I'm done with a run I don't you know want to I don't really collect single issues so I'll give them away or whatever yeah uh, and the Facebook group too you know um, it, that was one uh, one thing I didn't even really want to start because there's a lot of other big Facebook groups that I'm in really? and I was like oh, I don't want to make another group but someone talked me into it and, and it, it actually became a really cool place and it's funny because I feel like the Facebook group is mostly like my omnibus collectors and, and collected edition readers but the channel is so heavy for statues. People really love the statue reviews. That's so um, interesting. Yeah, and, and, but I just, I don't know. I always just look at it. What what would I want if, if I was a, a fan of a channel? I would want daily content. I would want giveaways. I would want participation. So I guess that's kind of just how I approach it. Yeah, if you don't mind me asking, how many days a week do you spend, like, making content? Is it seven days a week? Because yeah. I'm like, damn, Every bro, day. that's crazy. Good for you. Every day. I mean, there, I mean, there might be some days where, I, you know, I, I try to – some. I always – have a video every day right so i yeah. always try to have like a cache of videos on deck so sometimes i would stack up up to like 12 videos that are sitting on unlisted ready to drop but i kind of got away from that because then sometimes videos keep getting bumped because of time time yeah. sensitive videos and then by the time i'm ready to drop there's some that have never come out because i'm like ah, oh, this is kind of stale already yeah but so I, but um yeah i mean i'm i might like not record a video one day because i know i already have something for the next day but like like today, for example, I don't have anything ready for tomorrow, 
I just finished reading all the new comic books uh, for this uh, week. So right yeah. after this, I'm going to film the weekly review. I'll drop that for tomorrow, and then tomorrow I got to record something for the next day. So oh kind of how I've been doing it. Has it been? Has it gotten at least easier since you just started? Because I think about you know the first couple of videos and like the Spider Man twenty nine and twenty ninety nine unboxing and like how there's no editing. Has it gotten yeah. easier? So it, it it's take it takes more time now because I take the time to edit it. Mm-hmm. Now I and I recently just got a brand new mic that I have to do I the audio that. track separate from the video track, and it's like. It is taking longer to edit. I'm getting B-roll footage and rotating on the turntable and then trying to edit that in. But I think it's worth it. I've always been the type that I want the quality to improve. Like, if you look at my first videos, it's been a progression, man, getting lights, getting a mic, getting a better camera, getting uh, a laptop to edit with, learning how to edit better and learning tricks. And I do everything myself, you know, so it's a big, you know, trial and error kind of thing. Yeah, the other thing that you always mention, too, about, like, how you got to where you are is just, like, the hustle. Like... And I really respect that because it's like, oh, man, like, you know, if comics are going to increase and I'm going to buy the Omnis that are coming out weekly or whatever, monthly, then I better get a side hustle to – oh, you, you might have seen this, but I, told, I, I was the guy in the Gemini's group that posted about the glasses and the stickers. That's like literally I got a box of cups that my sister gave me. This is my Omnibus hustle where I peel these stickers off these glasses. I, I didn't catch that post. Oh, I posted that. You have, the cool thing about the Gemini's Facebook group that I implore all of the listeners to go on is that I feel like a lot, you guys obviously are, you know, overseeing the whole thing, yeah. but the fans really keep it going. Oh, you know yeah. I mean, for like sure. the, the questions that come through, I'm like, ooh, what does the definitive Batman like take? Well, you know what it is? Because we don't really play that shit where people like make fun of somebody for asking us a noob question. Yeah. All right. Fee, go, Fee, my wife, she'll go in. Like, she'll boot somebody out if you give yeah. like an asshole response because we want it to be a place where you can learn and where you can share and things like that. So thankfully, we do have a lot of good people. We weeded out a lot of bad people. It's not one of those groups, even though it's kind of, semi big it's like 5000 members uh everyone is weeded you know weeded out through like uh a question process to make sure they're not just re- joining willy-nilly and then uh we're pretty on top of moderating everything you know like we don't want to have we don't allow politics in the group we want everybody yeah. to to enjoy comics we don't care if you voted for Biden or Trump like that yeah. doesn't matter did you read Spider-Man or not? You know what I mean? <laughs> so saying I think that really came to fruition when you kind of approached interviewing Ethan Van Skyver and we don't need to get too far either way into that, but it's like, I really liked your take on it where it's like, Hey, if, if you're not, cause I watched probably the first half of that video, but he's like, yeah. you said, if you're not going to do that, then you're cutting off half your audience. You know what I mean? If you're taking a stance then you're cutting off half your audience. That's crazy. And that's crazy to me. And and I always look at Michael Jordan said that too. When Michael Jordan didn't like back a Democrat or something back in the day, he was yeah. like Republicans buy Jordans too. But I've always been of that mindset. I look at it like a business, and I just think as a business, you know, we're here to get views. We're here to sell merch. Like, we're not here to push our political views and yeah. alienate half the population. That just is insane to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And so I totally – I respect I respect how you – like, I know being so new, because it's like I think you've had your channel for about three years. Yeah. Like being, I guess, so still so fresh to the content creation game, obviously totally respect and receive everything you're doing, but navigating that must be like, it's, uh, it's kind of critical, but you're doing a great job. And so it's like, it's so cool. Yeah. I mean, I need one thing to get you canceled. Right. But yeah, I kind of think that I'm uncancelable because I just keep it real and I I'm smart, man. I'm not like, 
going to jump out and say some crazy stuff. I respect all people. Yeah. Obviously, I grew up in, in, in a, a melting pot of South Florida. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I have my like, you know, I have my swag and, and, and obviously uh, I, I'm respective to all cultures and everything. But um, with the Ethan thing was funny. I didn't really realize how people hated him because I came from the collected edition community and everybody rants and raves about Jeff John's green lantern. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the best omnibus series out It was Ethan did a lot of the artwork. So I didn't even really know. I mean, I knew that he, that about the comics gate thing, but I didn't realize that there was such this big level of hatred for anybody associated with him. So yeah. I really, when I did the interview with him, first of all, he reached out to me. So I was like, hell yeah. Like this guy, is uh, a big artist. I like a lot of his work. And he was he was uh, crowdfunding his book that it, it hits a million now, but it was like 900,000 at the time. And I wanted to get into crowdfunding. So I was like, oh, dang, two things I could talk about. And I didn't even realize people that watched me wouldn't like that and unsubscribe from me because of that. You know, so <laughs> yeah. I, no, it's all good. I was kind of surprised, but uh, it's okay. I mean, the video's still there. I still, you know, I still yeah. stand by it. I, I interview yeah. him just like I interview Donny Cates. I look at it oh, like yeah. the same thing. Oh my gosh, that Donny Cates, like that is the dream come true of all of this is like when you were, I think it was outside of a con, you were just getting beers with Donny Cates. I was like, oh my gosh, like that is the coolest. And what's funny is that that made me late because I was moderating a panel for Power Rangers and then I moderated his panel after that. So I was right there on on the in the table with Donny Cates talking to, to an audience right after that and i was pretty drunk so it was kind of fun man that's awesome yeah no it, and it's cool like to see you know because how you've kind of used your network and like this is frankly between you and i just this is a networking opportunity i, I consider like one of those because it's like to yeah, be able sure. to have obviously people and that's why i and maybe with you too that's why i started a platform is because it me wanting to just talk with Donny Cates in general, it's like, wow, that's kind of weird. But like, hey, will you be on my podcast and I can just right. ask you the questions that I've always wanted to ask you? Hey, this is a this is networking for me. You might have ten best friends that that don't really know me, and now they like, oh, Gem's all right, and then they check, you know, they come check me out. Yeah, you know, I'll take and them. They always, my man. There's always an, an invitation for you available here on the Camera Reads Comics podcast. So, um, but it's cool, and so it's cool to see. It's like because you've had Chip Zdarsky on, which is like the coolest, and you told me you showed me he. Uh, that's not his real name. So I was yeah. like, what? His name is Steve, like me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh! And then him teaming, joking around, teaming up with Matt Fraction for yeah. uh, like both of them, like not their real names, just like pseudonyms. I'm like, that's so funny. The way that that came up is that he posted on Twitter, like, if you donate two hundred dollars to this Canadian comic fund, I'll do your podcast. So in my mind, see, I always had that kind of hustler's mentality too. I was like, man, I got money from the channel coming in. I'm always wheeling the deal. I was like, two hundred. I'll donate to a good cause to get him on. So. Yeah. You know, I paid for that interview, but I think it was worth it because it's oh, like sure. history on the channel now. And now he's going to write Batman. He's a big writer now, man. That Oh, my gosh. That Batman announcement. Like, I'm so hyped about that. that I like so his cool. independent, his Stillwater. You know, and he likes it. I, I, I'll, I'll share his stuff on Twitter. He'll give me a little like every now and then. Have you seen uh, – do you ever read his newsletter? I think that was one of the best ones. No, nah, I don't read the newsletter. Oh, he's so funny. Um, Cool. Okay, so <laughs> how, how long have you been buying, selling in – and like speculating in the comic book marketplace. How long would you like say you've been doing that? Well, I, I guess I started doing that around 2014, 2015. And I got really, you know, into key issues. I studied the CGC forums for months and like, I learned a lot from them. 
you know, the raffle thing, you know, you mentioned that was kind of like a, a, a unique way that I kind of pioneered on Instagram to sell books. And that was a big help to uh, get the collection going. Uh, I don't do anything now. I don't buy comics now. I don't spec on books anymore, but I do keep in the know, uh, especially doing the, the top 10 video with Comic Tom that we do weekly on his channel. So uh, I know, and, and plus knowing how the game works, I know as soon as these announcements come out, I already know what books are going to take off. And Yeah, like, oh my gosh, the Disney day, it's crazy. Exactly. Or even like during Comic-Con when they finally announced Moon Knight, I'm like, all right, Werewolf by Night 32 is going <laughs> to spike right now, even though it's been specced on for years, but this is the official announcement. I had like, I because I'll pull for my comic shops back issue bin because they have pretty good ones. And I, I looked at, uh, I found, what is it? Invisible Iron Man number one, but it's the first... Riri oh. Williams as Iron Man. Oh, and that so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like one that slept on. It's like you wouldn't know. Like if you yeah, but that, that's, that probably took a bump right now with her Iron Heart show announcement. I had it listed for nine ninety nine, and that day, it's just I was like, it was out the door, and I was like, shoot, I should have listed it for higher. Sad on that, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm like, 10 I think her first. I think her first app's the big key for that, though. Yeah, seriously, seriously, it's a it's a big deal. So going into your favorite title on your poll list. What is it? When you, what are you reading monthly? And then what's your favorite one? Yeah, I really try to read everything monthly unless I don't like it and then I drop it. So I like to give everything a shot. Like I'm probably going to pick up all these uh, future state DC books, unless it's something I know is just not going to be for me. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I look forward to reading Thor. I like Donny Cage's Thor a lot. It's so good. Oh my so gosh. It's like really, really good. And then I like his Venom. I always read those first. I I like to read um, Stillwater, which is kind of new. Our Department of Truth uh, by James Tinian on Image. Then I, li- I like Something is Killing the Children. I really, I, le- I lean towards independent titles mm-hmm. more, but I love superheroes. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, I like the superheroes characters more, but I like the indie stories better. Yeah, for sure. It's like, when because on this show, I'll, I'll get people who've never read a comic before, which are a lot of my friends, you know, just, you've never read something, I need a guest, it's weekly. So uh, come on and let's, here's your first comic and a lot of them I'll give them as indies because I don't need to go over, you know, however many years of continuity with them. And yep. it's been really good. So, you know, I think I've been reading a bunch of the Ed Brubaker uh, criminal stuff. Cause Criminal's that's just good. like one and done. And then uh, I have a, I have a friend that I've been giving a lot of Brian K bond to, cause he's just like, it's like, this is the first time you meet him. This is what you go through. And it's super cool. Super good. So I what, totally what? agree. Brian did what? Saga and why the last man? Saga with last man, Ex Machina, the private eye. I pretty much uh, anything he writes, I'm going to pick up. I haven't read the Ex Machina yet. It's such a daunting omnibus to pick up. It It is. And frankly, like, it's not my favorite one, but it's mm-hmm. good. It's like, I don't know if you like the West Wing. It's very much West I Wing. Watched that. I, think, I, I haven't watched I see. I think I've seen trailers for West Wing. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's just his take on political drama, which is like cool. But you know, if anything, the reason to pick that up is Tony Harris's artwork. So I don't mm-hmm. know if you read Starman, but the guy who did the covers for Starman. Man, I've been meaning to read Starman because I still have those like uh, hardcover books. I've been meaning to read it, and actually, I was just reading what Starman was in. Um, what did I read today that he was in? Oh, Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Infinite uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. They had oh, Starman. Really? That's what made me think about it just earlier. I was like, dang, I need to read those Starman books. Yeah, those are so like I'm. I'm going to probably, I think there's a new compendium coming out of those. I heard there was something coming out for that. Yeah. There's been an omnibus later for that series for a long time. But I think it got canceled or delayed or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what omnibus release are you looking forward to the most? Or maybe it's already come out. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, actually the new Mutants one. that I just ordered it today, so that's cool. I'm looking forward to them continuing uh, Uncanny X-Men, so Volume 4 is coming out soon. I'm looking forward to Inferno, especially because I sold my three hardcovers. And oh, really? I, I lucked out, and they made an omnibus for it. So, uh, yeah, th- th- that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. There, there, this has been a big year for reprints that I've already yeah. owned, so it wasn't really too of an exciting year for me. But um, there's still cool stuff coming out. Yeah, you posted. I was, like, looking at, you know, just the feed and what you've ever come out with, and you did Omnibus Whales. A long time ago, and now it's like when you rewatch that video, it's like, oh, Infinite Crisis is already published. None of them are whales anymore. Yeah, Silver Service has been republished. Thor well, by I'm, Walter Simonson is not a whale. <laughs> Punisher by um, Garth Ennis. Yeah, and like, you know, it's so funny too when you think about uh, what the one, the X Men by Stanley, Stanley and Kirby still has been republished. I'm like, what? I think, what I think they're like? sitting on that more towards X Men movies. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, what the heck? That's going to sell like crazy, yo. Yeah. Is there a movie uh, for 2021 slated that you're most looking forward to? Uh, is Doctor Strange uh, 2021? I don't know. I think I don't. I think it's 2022 in March. Uh, that's the one from phase four that I'm looking forward to the most. I'm looking forward to what they do with Eternals as well. I think that's going to be a, a, a surprise hit. I think they're going to yeah. introduce Celestials and Galactus and cosmic stuff that we haven't even touched on yet. And I think that's going to be like underground hit, man. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm a little sad because I'm a DC guy, so I'm like, how come the freaking Marvel version of the Fourth World is coming out like before the DC version, even though the DC one's been announced forever ago? It's like, come on, guys, just get it together. Yeah, they can't get it together, is it, man? Yeah, man. Um, okay, well, I only got a few more questions for you. Uh, okay, so what was your biggest challenge in going into YouTube? You think was it like, learning to edit, or was it just like taking time to do the videos? Well, I'll tell you what, like the biggest challenge was when I first started this channel, it was actually, if you look at my, my channel, it says, uh, it originated September 11th, 2015. So back when I was doing those keys, I dropped like a room tour video and I was like, I wanted to start a YouTube channel back then. And it was Gemma collectibles and all that. This was five years ago and it didn't really do anything. I think it got like 700 views or whatever. And, uh, I I couldn't really think of what to do for another video. So that video kind of just sat there for a while and then I deleted it. And then I didn't come back to the channel until, uh, years later, after I had started collecting omnis and started just kind of was new collecting statues. And I was watching other channels, people that covered omnibus content, people that did statue reviews. And I was like, huh, dang, what if I did a channel that was kind of like a mixture of both? Yeah. But but I want to have content every single day because at the time I had like a three hour commute uh, Palm Beach to Miami, and Is I would like watch daily? YouTube daily. Yeah, oh hour and a half goodness. there, hour and a half back on a good Bless day. Your soul. Yeah, and I did that for a year and a half, yo, from like 2016, no, 2015 to 2016 ish. It's wild. So uh, so I w- I would hype myself up. I would be like, yo, man, I'm gonna start this channel. I'm gonna do the background kind of like this, but I'm gonna do it like that, and I'm gonna do it this way and that way. And uh, then I got an, uh, an opportunity to relocate um, to where I live now. And I was, and so I, I put the channel idea on hold. And then when I finally, um, you know, relocated, I was living out here for like four months out of an apartment that the, the company was paying for. So I was like saving up money. I was looking for a house and I was looking for a house specifically with a space that I could do this in wow. specifically to do a channel. Cause I knew what I was going to do. So, um, once that happened, the, the the challenge was initially I didn't have the content when I, when I started yeah. the channel for the second time I already had the stuff you see behind me yeah yeah so, so I was like okay 
All I got to do is haul videos. Then I have the collection, so I'll read books and review them. I can do, like, every Spider-Man omnibus video checklist, uh, statue reviews, and I have new ones. So that, you know, it morphed into what it, what it is now. I mean, it's always really been the same channel, if you think about it, as far as with the content that comes Seriously. out. Seriously. Right. If you go to my first channels, it's like top 10 lists, omnibus halls, reviews, statue unboxing. Yeah. And it's like, I feel as you kind of, as you keep collecting, it's like the content keeps coming in. You know what I mean? Cause I, uh, it's not really a spoiler. I got my boss. Like, for example, I don't know if you're into Zarface, like the rapper. No, no I haven't that, heard of him. Oh, uh, he's like, it's like Wu-Tang or whatever. But like, I, because I think I'm going to branch into YouTube. This is really why I ask you a lot of stuff. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I figured. <laughs> I got, I got um, my boss, Super Seven, which is a a little toy company that they make custom toys. And so there's this. You should really check this dude out. He, uh, it's esoteric. It's seven seven L and uh, inspect a deck from Wu Tang Clan, and they pretty much rap about comics. And it's the, oh okay, but it's not like. It's not cheesy or lame. It's like yeah, yeah. They, they come and hit you hard. And so I got him and my boss and I, Zarface action figures. And so I'm like, ooh, that could be a potential video. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think anybody, everybody has a hobby, something that they're into, something that they they know a lot about. I think really anybody can make a YouTube channel just based off of one of those things. Now, can, now, can it sustain continuous content? I think that's the biggest challenge with YouTube. You got to be consistent, whether you're doing it once a week you know, or uh, once, you know, every single day. So I think, you know, you kind of got to kind of got to plan out what you're going to do to be able to consistently release videos. Cause that's the only way that they're going to gain traction. Yeah. That's what, that's what I've been thinking. And so was there ever a time in your, uh, I guess, decisiveness that you realized like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I have to double down and just start making daily content. Yeah. But I, that was my goal. Like I, I, I wanted to do that not because of the YouTube algorithm. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I just wanted to provide, what I wanted from other channels as a fan, because I figured if that's what I want out of a channel, other people would want that as well. So in the beginning, Fee, my wife, she was like, you don't got to do a video every single day. And I was like, nah, I got to, I got to drop something every single day, no matter what, because that's what the people who are subscribed want to see. And we, you know, we stick to that to this day. Yeah, no, it's been very, very cool to watch. Cause it's like, I think, I think also what the content you're making too, it isn't like, it it isn't dated, you know what I mean right. at all. You know what I mean because I'm like people are still going to be getting poll lists, and when they, they they're going to want to be reading whatever Thor number nine where Donald Blake returns and and Donny yeah, yeah. Cates is run, and they're like, oh wow, like what did, what what was it like when Jem first found out about it? And so you have that weekly poll list video, and so mm-hmm. I just think that uh, I've seen that in your content. And I'm like maybe I'm I'm just considering, you know, what what the possibilities are, and so um, I guess. Uh, my last question for you is what are you looking forward to or like any new and exciting things going to come up for the channel? Man, I'm really excited to get these uh, Sentinel dioramas from Iron Studios. Oh, were those the ones that you showed? Like the huge ones with yeah. all the X-Men? Oh my, oh my gosh. I'm really excited to get those three, man. I- I'm considering actually selling all the X-Men pieces I have now, which are all quarter scale pieces. Those are huge. Yeah. Yeah, and, and having just the three Sentinel dioramas kind of like as like a not a centerpiece. I guess you could say a centerpiece. So I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited that um, we're about to hit 100,000 subscribers. Dude, like, congratulations. That's days. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, by the time anyone hears this, we're going to be there. And yeah. So I'm I'm crazy looking forward to the silver play button, the blue check mark. Like, I'm looking okay. forward to that, man. Like, it's almost like I'm not – I'm trying not to even think of it. You know how, like yeah. – 
you 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 try not to think of a vacation or like yeah, yeah. Christmas as a kid because you just want it to come already and you don't want to even like bog down your mind about it. But yeah, coming man. So I guess your Christmas present's gonna be that that plaque you're gonna get. Are you gonna throw that in the back behind you at all? Yeah, I think yeah, I got to do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on the Cameron's Comics Podcast. Um, for all my fans, go check out Gemini Collectibles on YouTube. Go uh, join the Gemini's uh, Facebook group. Go check them out on Twitter and Instagram. All the all the content is so good there, and I can guarantee because I follow that content. So, and then feel free to go follow Cameron's Comics on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and go leave us a five-star rating interview on iTunes. So thank you so much, Jim, for coming on the channel. As always, you there's an invitation for you here. Hopefully one day we can meet at a convention. Yeah, hopefully, man. Thanks for having me for sure, man. I appreciate it. I enjoy talking with you. Yeah, Everyone man. out there, stay minty fresh. Yeah, stay minty fresh, guys. <laughs> Have a good one, dude. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Bye.